What's going on, everybody? It's Frank Blanco here with my main man, Chinook Cedillo. Hey, how's it going? And uh, this is a new year. We are uh, 2019, so don't forget to uh, write that 2019 on your paperwork because everybody's going to mess that up for the first couple of months, you know? Never fails, bro. Ne- yeah, never, never, never fails, never fails. And uh, thank you for uh, listening. Uh, we've been getting some good feedback, some good numbers, so we're just going to keep on doing this until we're down to like one or two listeners or where people <laughs> start uh, begging us to stop <laughs> or, or if the wives can't take it anymore. <laughs> start sleeping on the couch or something, bro. You know? <laughs> or the treadmill. <laughs> Frankie, uh, how was your uh, your New Year's? Partying? Can, can see this? Uh, no, man. Actually, my New Year's was perfect. Well, at least the kind of New Year's I want from now on, unless it's something like a, somebody's big party with uh, maybe somebody famous. <laughs> <laughs> something for your age group, right? Exactly. You know, something that kind of like uh, attracts you, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, my New Year's, uh, our family plan was to do a, like a family party in Palm Springs. Because one of my uncles is, uh, you know, he's okay. kind of sick. Oh, okay. No. I've got a few cousins like that, but my uncle, he's sick. Oh, damn, I feel terrible saying that now. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's not going to make it. Oh. But uh, his situation happened because, of, you know, like uh, us Blancos, man, we're, every time we think we're in the clear, we throw caution to the wind, and he made it worse for himself, you know? Mm, a lot of partying, one of those? Uh, or? A lot, no, actually, well, he had, he, they found cancer in his stomach. The doctor t- told him, oh, simple procedure, we'll remove your stomach and you're good. So my uncle goes, okay, then I'm going to go back to work for a few more months, you know. And when he came back to the hospital, like, dude, that stuff spread everywhere. Now yeah. you're fucked, you know. Like, yeah. Should have done that the day of, right? Yes, the day of. But like, like I said, like, we have a, like a, a thing of sometimes immortality. Like, we live through so much junk. Mm-hmm. That we think we're untouchable, and that's when it catches up to you. Yeah, the, the, the simplest thing fucking gets you. Uh, yes, so so we're supposed to have a party, but since he ended up in the hospital again, you know, it just, you know, a quick visit to the hospital, visit some family, high and by, and you know, that was it. Mm-hmm. Called okay. it a night. Alright, so it was a nice, uh, quiet... Uh... Oh, it was perfect. For me, it was perfect, bro, but you know... <laughs> you know what? When you get older, you appreciate uh, nice, quiet nights, you know, being in bed and nice and warm and watching the the, the ball drop at midnight. I was in bed by uh, 10.30, 10.30 the night, uh, New Year's Eve. But uh, the way my uh, evening started was, my little one, I think I talked about this last week, my little one was uh, still sick. She had uh, an infection and... Yes. Uh, they were uh, they did blood tests and they were doing they're trying to figure out what it is she had so they gave her antibiotics but they were not working because they did not know what she had yet yes. so they just gave her something so she was in bed for like three four days with the fever coming Man. and going coming and going so that uh, Christmas Eve she was still um, I'm sorry New Year's Eve she was still sick my wife had to work at five a.m. the next morning so I wasn't gonna go out and get off bed though and not be available for them in the next and morning I to take care of business you know? yeah yeah you gotta take care of business and you know what though it didn't bother me because it gave me an excuse to leave when i wanted to leave you know yes. i went to my daughter's uh house with their in-laws and we were there partying and usually we have a good time there i drink up and and you know just don't worry about getting home because my daughter just take care of me or you know whatever but i left at 10 30 because i had to go home and take care of them and yeah. next morning i woke up no hangover i was fine hey i don't regret it you i don't regret it here yeah i think we've already been through enough of those parties to not miss them you know yes you know in the days of our youth Thinking about missing a New Year's party is like an insult, or you've been, you've been, you feel like you've been cast off society or something, and you're older, you're like, I'm not really, you know, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah, like, you feel like a missed opportunity. Yes. Like, man, I should have I partied, but no, now it's, it's 
Sí. Been through way too many of those to go. Okay, there's not nothing special happening. You know, same same stuff, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh happy New Year, Frankie. Happy and New Year. Uh, there's a few. Well, not a few, but one person I wanted to thank, which uh, this guy went out of his way to uh, um, uh, look me up on Instagram, and uh, he said thank you very much for the podcast. He listened to him and he gave us good feedback. So, Cecilio Nunez Jr. Hey, uh, shout out to you, Cecilio. Thanks for listening, bro. Yeah, and uh, give us a little feedback because. Um, uh, what I did was I added some uh, music. Uh, Kiko and a couple of people were telling me, do some intro music on there. And I wasn't too computer savvy or um, familiar with the, the program. So I had to do a little homework and figure out how I was going to add music. And, and I'll give you a, a quick insight to the, the, the mind of a, of a, of a traviesa from East LA. <laughs> Uh, uh, the easy way is always the best way, and then, then you find out <clears throat> like the right way is kind of you know <laughs> e- easier, <laughs> easier than yeah. that, you know. But so um, they're telling me, yeah, just uh, the app has where you, uh, a, a, a section where you can add music to it, but I didn't want to add the regular intro music that the the app offered. It was just like you know uh, generic um, sounds that they you know they like the elevator type, elevator type, like the Jeopardy song, yes. you know, something like that. I don't want to add that to it. I go, no, I'm not gonna do it. So. I go home, sit down, get my computer on, I go to YouTube, and I press play on some Jose Alfredo Jimenez songs, some rap music, you know, stuff from our generation, yes. from our age, and I hit record on the, on the app, and uh, I hit record on the app, and I, I, I'm recording this, and I go, all right, sounds good, sounds good, it's a, a little hissing in the background, you can hear my wife in the back making a phone call. Like a tape player, bro. Yeah, like a tape player, yeah. <laughs> You're recording music from the radio, right? Yeah, and a cassette player. Yeah, and and but that's that's where my mind first went. I gotta steal this instead of saying, "I wonder if there's a way to do it." I was gonna steal it first, exactly. <laughs> so uh, the, the the people at uh, Anchor are probably like, "What a dick," you know. <laughs> so uh, this morning I get up and um, I'm looking through the app, and I find a section where you can go out and download outside music. And I entered a couple of names, and wow, there it is, Jose for the Jimenez, and I threw a couple of songs in there. So um, our first um, podcast is Beta, and I added a song to it at the beginning, the intro. So uh, if you guys can listen to it, Cecilio, listen to it, and let me know how that uh, how that fits in there, see if it makes sense. So uh, uh, take a look and give us a little we'll, feedback. We'll roll with that, man. Yeah, yeah. So far, so good. Yeah. Um, you know what? Um, we were going to talk about... Um, where were you? Oh, no, no. You know what? Let's, let's, let's do where were you a little bit later. Uh, the food. Usually we do the food spot before anything else. But yes. we wanted to uh, do the intro to, um, to um, the intro to the podcast first. So um, the food location is in East LA again. Uh, most of our spots will be in East LA. And this is uh, pretty close to the last one. This is off of Cesar Chavez and Gage on the southeast corner. There's a two-story building that's very colorful because it was covered in broken pottery. Pottery. You know? And I should always think it was tile. Yeah, yeah. But it is pottery. Did you go? Well, you know, yes. Frank, Frankie was doing some uh, recon this morning. Some research, bro. You know, <laughs> anytime you deal with food, I go, I got I to gotta have some, you know, just to... Get a better view, you know? I know, no, for like 40 years, that time the tacos are good. He goes, I don't believe you. I need to go check this out myself. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta try, man. How were they? Uh, really good. I had the carnitas tacos, and the lady gave me, um, she also does bar- barbacoa. Mm-hmm. So she gave me a taco of that. And same thing, man, they were really good. I, uh, I was amazed because uh, when you drive through the street, you can't see it. Yeah. And you have to drive into the parking lot, and then you see the tent in the back, and there's nice a re- setup. There's a reason for that. 
Um, they used to be their little tents and easy ups used to be butted up against the fence yes. on gauge. Then someone called the the chota, the huda, the authorities on them. <laughs> so they ended up moving to the back part of it. So that's why they're they're towards okay. towards the back section. And also, uh, Frankie, um, what we're gonna do is we're going to add um, on our Instagram. So if uh, you guys want to follow us on Instagram, you can find me under uh, Chinook, C H O N U C, and uh, Frankie, you can find them under Blanquillos. Blanquillos, yes. Blanquillos, like the huevos. Like the huevos, and and thank you for getting the meaning of that. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> and, and when people ask me blanquillos, I go, yeah, blanquillos in Toca, but not mine, you know. <laughs> and they're still like, what? Like, oh man, stop being a pocho, bro. <laughs> blanquillos, blanquillos means eggs, eggs for you know your whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for whatever they're needing. Like, grab a hint, bro. You know, like, dude, nobody makes that connection. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. So. um we, uh, my wife uh, recommended that we uh, take pictures of where we go so that we, you know, we can show them, especially like Frankie just said, you know, I couldn't find a spot because they're hidden because they're hiding from somebody, yeah. you know, so uh, these places are around because of word of mouth. So what we're going to do is on our Instagram, we're going to post up some pictures of the location and, you know, the, the secret knock to get in the back door. <laughs> and so uh, um, on our next, um, uh, on this episode, we're, we're uh, where the Carita spot is at is at uh, 3802 Cesar Chavez Avenue in the city of East Los Angeles. I think that's still... Uh, 6-3? N- yeah, 90063. Yes. You know what? They had handmade tortillas too, man. That did, was a big plus. Did you see the one lady that's, that's always doing the handmade tortillas? In the corner, yes. Yeah, yeah. Whenever I go there, I always pay up. And when I'm done, I'll grab a couple of bucks and I'll put them in her apron. Yes. she got those, those mil mascara aprons. And with the little, <laughs> the little, little pockets. pockets and yeah, yeah. I always throw a couple of bucks in there, man. Because, you know, she's there. You know, that's all she does is make tortillas a, a la chinga, you know? Oh, man. Kicking butt, bro. Yeah. It yeah. was really good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. You know what? And um, it kind of put a dent on my New Year's resolution. <laughs> Because I've been on a roll for like half a week, you know. But this is research, Frankie. This is I know, research. it's all for research. And not only that, I think this is also a tax write-off, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know what? I, I, I told the missus about the research that I had to do. So I, 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 I put on some time on the treadmill this morning. And then because of my research and, and what kind of food I had to actually eat, my wife had me eat a whole bowl of uh, oatmeal, bro. I mean, I Before hate Before you left? Yes. I hate oatmeal with a passion, bro, but... She told me, you have to offset this, you know? So, man, there I go. So, she was okay with the show research, right? Yes. We're going to start researching strip clubs next week? <laughs> <laughs> Baby, it's for the show. It's for the show. It's for entertainment purposes. Yes. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> so, so Cesar, uh, Cesar Chavez and Gage, um, you know what? If, if uh, you guys are familiar with Brooklyn Hardware, and when you go there, there is no parking to that little hardware store in the corner. And everybody parks in the parking lot of that two-story building to go to Brooklyn Hardware. So if you guys are familiar with the parking of Brooklyn Hardware, yes. same location, open uh, Saturday and Sunday. Get there before noon because they run out of uh, run, run out of the good stuff. Yeah, they run out and they're out. You know. Yeah, yeah, they run out and they they're, they're gone for the day. They say they have another truck on Wabash and, and Evergreen or Wabash and uh, Forest. The guy told me, but. Something out of out of a truck compared to the handmade tortillas right there, right in front of you. It kind of no. might be a little different. I haven't tried Can't it, compare but compare that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I like the place. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, where were you, Frankie? Nine, uh, nine, eleven. Well, I was at a gym, you know, and uh, Bally's. Bally's. I don't think it it, it even exists. Anymore. No, no, that turned into um, Ali Fitness. No, I think the, it's Ali Fitness bottom off, or at least their their sites. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I was on Bally's in Montevallo, man, and uh, in those days, you know, I was hardcore gym rat, and uh, I remember I used to go to the gym and then go to work. 
So again, uh, I'm there on the, on the cardio machines. And, uh, you know, you look at the TV with no sound because, you know, you listen to your radio. I had a Walkman in those days. The big sucker? The big sucker hanging on my arm, bro. The skip-resistant? <laughs> yes, uh, water-resistant, you know, these yeah. clips on it. And uh, I remember looking at the screens and thinking they were playing a movie, like an action movie. Yeah, yeah. And then Power 106, they cut off, and they, they, they start talking about, oh, New York's under attack, terrorists, and they're, they're going to go away from the regular programming to go into the news, you know, and... And that was surreal, you know? Yeah, yeah. Another thing, when you go to the gym a lot, like at, a, at the same time, you always see different people always, right? Yeah. So, you you know, you talk to everybody, but even though you don't really know anything besides the gym from them, mm -hmm. there was a guy next to me that he told me, oh, my, that one of his sisters worked in one of the towers. And he, he should have seen the look on her face. He, like, he got pale and he ran out. And I never saw that guy again, man, you know, going to the gym. Wow, wow. So maybe, I don't know if you have family in New York, but I mean, you know, that's the last time I saw that dude at the gym, you know? Yeah, even though New York's about 3,000 miles away, there's always some kind of connection, you know? And and if they gave us a list of everybody that was in there, we might know somebody or somebody who knew somebody, yes. you know? Because it's that... Uh, Small world, dude. It, it, it is, it is. Because people travel and, you know, it, it's the same country and New York isn't that far away. Yes. Isn't that far away. Oh, yeah. So um, the... Walkman, that was the big sucker back then. Monster, bro. Double A batteries, four double A batteries, triple A. What would you? I think it had like three uh, double A's. Three they're, double they're pretty A's. Pretty big, all the way across. You know, there's a big monster. You know. Did you have something on your other arm to counterweight? <laughs> so that way you, you you don't walk out to the side <laughs> a little bit. Dude, I never thought about that, man. But I still have it. Always have the same arm. You know. The, the reason I asked you that is because you brought something to my attention once, where we were uh, we were we were cycling up the dam. And you were, you, you were like, uh, once again, trying to teach the world a lesson or just, just <laughs> did you know, Chinook, you know, start off at that. He, uh, there was one guy holding a water bottle in one hand and one and another hand, he was holding a stick. And he said, you know why he holds both of those? I go, because he's thir thirsty and scared. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and you go, no, no, it's so that that way it's up. Uh, it's balanced, right? Is that what you said? Uh, yes. You know, a lot of the older people, they're really conscious of that. Mm -hmm. Like they don't want to strengthen one side of the body. As opposed to the other one, because they believe that uh, if one side is going to over overpower the other side, then the alignment of the back is going to go bad. So, I mean, a lot of people really believe into that stuff, you know? Yeah, you can't go into the shop and get your feet uh, realigned or uh, rotated, you know <laughs> what I mean? And yeah, yeah, so um, that's the way we're masking. If you, you know, had something else on the other arm to counterweight, you know? Because well, I mean, I was, really was, was a heavy sucker, too, right? No, yes, but in those days, you know, you, when you're really young, like, you're a brute, you know, as a guy. Yeah. So you don't really think about tomorrow towards your, your joints, you know, your, your pretty much your health. Because, I mean, I used to live in the gym, but I didn't eat that, much, that healthy, you know? Mm -hmm. I think the only reason I kept in shape because I, I lived or, and put that much time in the gym, you know? Mm -hmm, okay. Um, now that you're 44. 45 45 oh shit i know cool. serious yeah, yeah uh now that you're 45 uh, your birthday's june right yes okay now that you're 45 is there something that you regret not doing correctly when you were younger is there something that you said man i should have uh i should have covered up i should have done this better i should have bought the proper this is there any regrets on your end and the reason i'm asking is because um, I, I've done the same job forever and I was up and down telephone poles and I was a lineman and whatnot. And back then we'd work a lot of nights. So we'd be out there three, four in the morning and it's, you know, it, it gets pretty cold in LA. Yes. You know, it's not Colorado cold or New York cold, but it's still cold enough to, you need to bundle up and I'd be out working with just a t-shirt. Yes. Everybody older than me that I do put something on. I got, Oh, I'm a, I'm a lumbering. I'm, you know, <laughs> so I'd be climbing poles and you know, all the climbing and working would heat up my body. But still, my exterior, my body is feeling that cold. And then once I stop 
all of a sudden that cold sinks in and I will never wear gloves. I like to climb poles and I want to be able to feel the the, the, the texture of the pole or any what they call elevators, you know, you know, any I remember slips. your hands were messed up when oh, you were yeah. young. Yeah, yeah. And you would make it a, a thing to shake people's hands just to see what the reaction would be. Because, you know, we all, we all had those friends that used way too much lotion. Yeah. <laughs> it's intoxicating, right? Hey, man. And those cats were like, right from the get-go, oh, my God, your hands, bro. Yeah, yeah. And it was like a the joke for, you know, in your house. Yeah. So for the rest of the night, everybody would point those guys out, man. <laughs> that guy has too much lotion on that guy. <laughs> Something's up with that guy, you know? <laughs> you know what? Well, your hands are really rough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one time, um, when uh, before I got married, I think this is even before I met my wife. And, no, that's impossible. But... They kind of coincide, don't Yeah, worry. yeah. I don't want to get a timeline going right here, but I was uh, dating a girl, and uh, hands were rough as shit. And I go over, I meet the mom, and the mom reaches out and touches the hand, and, you know, for old-school Mexicans, the rough hands, she's like, casate con este. It's a hard They put you on a pedestal, bro. Exactly. The hands are rough, and she's like, hi, it's mano. I was like, oh, yeah. And that was that was a plus, you know? you're the man. Yeah, spend the night. Give you the, the desk recliner, eh? Because I go to the window. There's a young guy here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, my hands are rough from, from all. So, going back to what I was asking was, I, I regret not wearing gloves because now I feel it in my hands. I, re- I regret not wearing a jacket because now I feel it in my back. My, my knee, my, my left knee is in pain every once in a while. And I'm thinking, if I go to the doctor, what's he going to tell me? Lose 60 pounds, oh, put man. less weight on it. I, There's nothing we can do for you. You're I, just old. I hate those appointments where the doctor tells you shit you already know. Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember uh, I, I tweaked uh, my back a bit, you know, like in October, playing tennis, you know, thinking I'm young and want to beat everybody. And then the, the doctor's like, well, you are kind of heavy. Like, dude, tell me something else, bro. I can't fix this overnight, you know? Like, and I mean, the only answer, like you said, lose weight and here's some, like, painkillers, you know? Yeah, yeah. I um I had a uh, a thing in my back once. Went to the doctor and I'm laying there and I'm I'm hoping hey just give me some painkillers I'm good to go. And I got the big beer belly right. I'm laying there the beer belly is sticking out. Doctor walks in and starts checking me out and then she squeezes my belly a couple of times and she goes, <laughs> "Is this normal?" <laughs> I I go, "Yeah, it's staring you around." He goes, "Oh, okay. I was just asking you know maybe it inflated overnight." Or something. <laughs> You're like, oh, man. Like, <laughs> like, dude, tell me something else. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I get home and, you know, me, I'm like, I'm not going to tell nobody. This is embarrassing. But I tell the wife <laughs> and the kids, like, oh, dad, tell us again. Tell us again. Do the squeeze thing again, bro. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, so I, I wish I would have uh, uh, protected myself better knees and, and boned up a little bit more. You, Frankie, anything well, you, you wish you would have done different back then? Well, me, mostly my diet. Because even now, like. I, I half-ass it, you know, I lose a lot, ton of weight. I half-ass it, I gain weight, you know. And uh, had I maybe put more emphasis on my diet as a young person and, you know, make it a way of life, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I would be fluctuating so much weight, you know. Yeah. You know what? You have the same problem my wife does. Because, like, uh, let's say, you know, when we go out and we go to this group, your wife, my wife, and we're sitting there, you and my wife will start just... All night long, no matter what it is, just pick at whatever is in the table. You know, social what I mean? events are my worst enemy for the same reason. You know, there's always a ton of food. Yeah, yeah. And I just pick. You know, it's uh, easier for me until not it's to eat. done. Yes, yeah. it's easier for me not to eat nothing than to eat just like a measured meal. You know. Yeah. yeah. So if it's in front of you, especially you know family parties, even get-togethers, there's just a ton of food. 
or like appetizer food, mm-hmm. and there I am, like just picking away, you know. My wife has the same problem. Her uh, her way of not getting around it, but helping herself out is she'll put it there. She'll get a bunch of napkins and bundle them up and throw them on top so it looks like trash. That way she won't be picking at it. Dude, so yeah, that's she, pretty good. She does that, and it doesn't. Well, it doesn't help all the time, but <laughs> but it does. It does. She'll yes. crumble it up and 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 do that, and uh, so that's uh that's that's her way around it. So your diet, that's what you wish you would have. Yes, um, because most of my ailments come from weight, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, um, like I have, a, you know, like a, I, I ran the last three LA marathons, maybe like four half marathons. And the only thing that bugs me, like my joints start creaking when I mm-hmm. run a lot. Yeah, yeah. And, they, you know, it, had I trained with less weight, it would be less, less uh, pressure on your joints. Yeah. And then my work as a delivery man. You know, same thing, like, you know, they, they say every time you step out of a, a like a truck, like a high step, mm-hmm. a certain amount of pressure goes onto your joints. Yeah. So if you're heavier, that's way more pressure. Yeah. And like I said, my, my worst enemy, like my uncle and I, you know, is thinking we're invincible or like it happens to everybody, but it's not going to happen to me because I'm different. Yeah. And hell no, you know, we're yeah. sooner or later, man. What's that? Chris Rockline, that train is never late, bro. Yeah, it's always <laughs> coming around this time. Yeah. Yes, sir. You know, so yeah. like, that's what it is. You know, so just the weight, like. I gained and lost so much weight over through my life. Mm-hmm. Just one of the first times I lost a ton of weight, like 100 pounds. I should just say, okay, from this point on, I'm going to keep it tight, you know. Okay. That's how it is. All right, cool. Um, New Year's resolutions, Frankie? <laughs> Same thing. Same thing. JME better. JME better. You know, I had a, I had a, a rough three months, man. October, November, December. Why? So, uh, uh, it just... Well, holidays, of course. Well, well hol- you know, the, the time I, I tweaked my back playing tennis, mm. you know, I started playing tennis Play- with some old guys with the coaches. Playing tennis? Yes. Hey, I played uh, high school football and tennis, so it balances off in the middle, you know, like... But it's competitive tennis, right? Oh, no, of course. In the hood. Well, no, like... Uh, say, just say in the hood, Frankie. Okay, in the hood. <laughs> There's pit bulls around everywhere. And, uh... Yeah. <laughs> wearing, everybody's wearing Raider jerseys. There you, know? you go, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... So I started playing with some guys I used to play before. And before I used to beat everybody I knew. And they're kicking my butt, bro. And I'm thinking, you know what? I'm not going to lose, you know. And, and I, 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 I kind of went overboard and I overdid it. Mm-hmm. I won, but I lost because when I got home, I could barely walk, you know. Yeah. yeah. So it was a, I had that. Then I did a, I had a thing where I couldn't sleep. So I took two weeks off of work to get something that worked to get sleep. And then uh, the holidays, I mean, dude, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, right now, actually, uh, right before Christmas, I had uh, like a leg thing, uh, like I had uh, like some kind of like blood clots that caused um, uh, varicose veins. Mm-hmm. So I had that taken care of. So for two weeks, I was just sitting there with my legs in the, you know, elevated, they're healing. So like I said, like in, in those three months, 35 pounds, bro. Yeah, yeah. I so see your legs, they look very sexy now. <laughs> very, very appealing. Uh, uh, back to uh, thin ankles, bro. You know? <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you something right now on while well, we're on, so that you can't lie to me. Um, is any of your mom's tamales left in the house? Oh, a six pack, bro. You want a it? Six, yeah, yeah. Please take it with you, man. Yeah, I, I was thinking like we, we're not on. He's like, to me. No, they took them already. I'm like, I'm gonna fucking get them on the spot. Dude, every time I open the fridge, man, they're calling my name, bro, uh, and I'm like, no, I don't want them. Like, you know. Uh, you know what? Because um, I love fried tamales. Get them out. You know, you put them on the back grip, but I love to fry them. And then some top eggs or something. Some eggs and some huevos estrellados on the side. Oh, I love Dude, that, Dude, this is uh, the greatest, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised that not, not enough places sell them fried, you know? So try fried tamales. Some huevos estrellados on the side. Yeah, like top eggs on the side is the best, man. Just warm it up on a pan, you know, a little butter if you want. Mm-hmm. But, man, to me, that's kind of like 
the the second uh, best thing you could do with tamales besides getting them from the pot and burning your hand, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they're coming out of the pot steamed up, yes, still, that's... I, I don't know why, man. Like, my wife's like, wait. I'm like, no, I gotta have it like this, you know? Like, burning my mouth, my hands. And when you bring them out, they're sort of like, like cookies. They still feel like they're a little raw still. But when they get a little little bit cooler, they, they get a little harder. They, yes, yeah. yes. To, to me, that's the best, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. Please take that six-pack, though. <laughs> well, please give it to me, <laughs> I was a, you know what? Once again, the the the, the mind of a fucking uh, guy from East LA. I, I was a, a fucking threatening you, cornering you to give it to me when you were just gonna give it to me yeah. anyways. You know, blackmail well, me. What, why is it? it? I always take the gutter route to get to where I gotta be, where the straight path is always the easiest. You know? Yes, you know. Well, life life teaches you a lot of lessons. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I got a bunch of stuff that I'm still like, I got to get rid of containers of cookies, pretzels, all the holiday stuff, bro. Mm-hmm. That like right now, like uh, uh, for now, I've been good until the, the carnitas in the morning. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I, my system's been good again, you know, back on it, you know. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. Um, your, uh, your wife, Big Tamales, does she have the family secret yet? No, no. Because my mom passed a secret on to my sister. Yes. And she's got them down. You know, really? She knows, she knows exactly oh, what she's man. doing. So she's already got the, the secrets down for the, the, the tamales and the, the pozole. Uh, some of their other food, it's, it's not as hard to make. They just need the recipe. But the tamales and pozole, my mom had to actually be there and be, you know, mm-hmm. don't do that. Do this. You're wearing the wrong shoes. Like you know? the Iron Chef, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where's your apron with all the gaps, you know? Yeah. The little pockets, you know? Yes. My, uh, no, my, my mom's tamales and, or grandma's to mom's tamales are still theirs. My mom offers to help, uh, like, my wife and guide her through, but my wife's still like, no, I'm, I'm okay, you know? Mm-hmm. So we're always waiting for my, my mother to come over for the holidays and make us, like, a ton of them. Yeah. Um, the first time my wife experienced, I'm not going to say, you know, she, you know she, she, it's an experience to see my mom make tamales. Yes. She freaked out. She goes, motherfucker, look at all the things she's doing. And then on top of all that, my mom makes uh, uh, um, tamales using Chile de Nuevo Mexico. Yes. And that's the same chili she uses to make uh, enchiladas. So, in the middle of doing all the tamales, my mom goes, Mijo, ¿quieres enchiladas? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, mom. My wife almost fainted. <laughs> like, dude, like, she's like, I can't compete with that. Like, dude, yes. like, man. She made me enchiladas from the Chile de Nuevo Mexico. That made she from had. scratch. Yeah, made from That's scratch. That's the main thing. Like yeah. nobody does that. You know? yeah. Nobody can boil the chilies and yes. then pull the seeds out in the blender and and everything. She made me enchiladas with two eggs on top, sort of like yes. the, the Kiko special yes. in um, El Tepeyac, but two eggs on top. Actually, maybe three. I like to I like to be having balanced. Had three eggs on top, and when I was done. She continued making, uh, the, and my wife goes, I, I could never do that. Well, you, well, you know, uh, I didn't get that. I got uh, chilaquiles. Chilaquiles? Like, the morning when she, my mom was pulling out the, the tamales, she had that green salsa left over from the green tamales. Yeah. And she goes, oh, you want some green chilaquiles, dude? And like, I'm like, <laughs> like, dude, you go back to the child. Like, oh, yes, mommy. Yeah. <laughs> You're up. <laughs> my wife's like, hey, man, stop being a pussy, man, you know? <laughs> Man, you know what? My wife always accuses me of that. She goes, "Whenever your mom comes over, you turn into a baby, and you're like, you're like, oh, mom, my back hurts, and all of it. You know, <laughs> your mom leaves, you're good. But the minute your yeah. mom walks in, you turn into a big, big baby, and I'm like, hey, well, I don't care. <laughs> Let it be, man. Like, like, I've been on my own since I was 18, so I, you know, I, I get that freedom to do it. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think I've earned that, baby. Come on, oh, leave yeah. me alone. <laughs> it was funny how your your mom will will will. Uh, 
Cater you, to you. Put you. That and put you in your place without even trying. Meaning, not like like discipline you, but she walks in and all of a sudden, you know, it turns you into a child. And you want this? Yeah, mom, I want that. And the, the way you transform when your mom says something, you know? Yes. Yeah, sit you down. Kids, come and see. That never leaves you, bro. Oh, I don't no. know why. Like, even... <laughs> Like, uh, my mom's, like, tough as nails, man, and even now, when she's next to me, she'll flinch, and I'm like, what the hell, I flinch too, you know? <laughs> and, you know, I'm like, she's only, like, five feet tall, I could take her, man, but <laughs> I'm still, like, I'm still afraid she's gonna, like, whack me for something, you know? Yeah, you know what it is, it's, it's, it's growing up with your mom, and, and um, I heard a, a comedian say this, he goes, he goes, when your kids, if you have boys, you have boys, yes. when your kids are small, um, be in the restroom with them naked. So that your junk hangs out and he looks over and says, God damn, that has the biggest penis ever. <laughs> you know, but that's when they're small. So that as you grow up, even though his is bigger, his mind says, that is gigantic, you yeah. know? So that's I think back he, you know? that's back in he, yeah. <laughs> so uh I think you know, you're growing up and when you were small, your mom fucking slapped you around a couple of times, and ever since then. Man, she could always beat me up because she beat me up so bad the first time, yeah, you know? no matter what, man. Yeah, so, her chin is big. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you more heat, Thank you more heat than me. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'll never get over that, man. It just, you know, just stays with you forever. Yeah, it, it's a respecting, too, you know? And, you know, you respect your parents. Plus, uh, I think respect and a little bit of fear in there, you know? You know, them knowing that you can, you know, stand up and beat some ass, you know? Yes. Like, and the cops can't take you away, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, one of my, uh, one of my, my 19 year old, he outgrew me, man. He's huge, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. And, uh, the one time he, he stood up to me, I had to put him in his place, man. Yeah. And, you know, uh, he played like Pop Warner football, like two years, mostly soccer. And, but his thing in high school, he did band, you know? So I remember when I, when I had him in a, in a headlock, you know, give him a knuckler. I'm like, see, bro, you should have played high school football. You would have been kicking my ass right now. <laughs> Just to add to the insult, you know, like, hey, take that, sucker. You, you know what? You were, you were telling me that uh, when he was in high school, you guys went somewhere where it was really cold and you were wearing sandals, you know? Yes. Where was that? Uh, Minneapolis. No, sorry. Indianapolis, Indiana. Okay. And that was... He had, a, he had a band competition. You know, the, um, they won, like, the Western region in his freshman year. Mm-hmm. And his sophomore year, they qualified for nationals. So they, over in Indianapolis where the Colts play, you know, the Indianapolis Colts. Mm-hmm. And I saw, it was like 20 degrees, 19, 15, snow flurries. So I'm walking around in shorts and sandals, like trying to make a point like, yeah, this is nothing to me. But of course, when the sun would go down, bro, you feel like your toes are falling off, you know? You know, you, you know I was, uh, when he told me that story, I, I was thinking about something way totally different. I was like... It's the band, right? Why Why do they need the parents there? No one's boning down. They're bad members, you know? Yes. No one's trying to have sex in the band. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it gets worse. Not only do they not want the parents around, they tell you not to talk to your kid because they need them focus, you know? Really? So uh, I took my cousin Danny with me. Mm-hmm. So all we did, we were tourists. And we, we rented a car and we drove everywhere. Chicago, Cincinnati. Everything's real close, so... We, we drove around and, and, and caught a view of some of the, like, professional stadiums, you know? Mm-hmm. So, it, it was neat, man. Uh, I did the tourist thing because, I again, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't make uh, contact with my son, like, high and by, kind of, and I was pushing, you know? Really? Yes. Wow, wow. They take those, these competitions serious, then. I couldn't believe it, bro. I couldn't believe how serious they were about it. You know, playing high school football, I thought the main purpose of the band was, you know, for the, the halftime, you know? <laughs> and they actually compete. On a nationwide scale, you know. Really? Yes. All right, all right, cool, cool. What position do you play, football, Frankie? 
Uh, defensive, uh, oh, defensive tackle, defensive end, kind of, you know, it depends on the, uh, the defense, you know. Mm, okay. And is, is your weight fluctuated? They move you in different positions? Well, yes. Uh, had I been, like, way, way heavier, they move you to the middle because you want to, besides tackling the main guy with the ball, mm-hmm. if you're not going to do it, they want you to clog up the, the area, the, the line area, mm-hmm. so that the linebackers are free to make the play, you know. That's mm-hmm. kind of the purpose in defense. Oh, okay, okay. And then, again, remember I told you I played tennis? Yes. So my balance was tennis and football. Tennis, I was thin down to around 200. Football, like, I'll be like 220, 225. So they just saw two seasons right there, man. You know, you know, sports was life in high school, no? Yeah, I remember when, when you were in high school, you, I remember you were big. You were big. And then one day I seen you, and that's when you had dropped down to 200 pounds. I was like, God damn, dude. I remember you, I mean, you were real thin. Well, you're what, six feet tall? No, no, like 5'11. 5'11? So uh, I remember you hit uh, 200 pounds. I go, man, fucking Frankie lost a lot of weight. That was a tennis season? Yes. Oh, okay. okay. I was wondering why. Because, you know, every time someone loses weight in the hood, you're like, oh, man. No, I, 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 think I, 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 want, I want his bike. <laughs> you think everything's going to come and knock on the window, you know? Yeah. I saw you my VCR, bro. Yeah, you know? yeah. So some, that's, and that's usually right, you know? No, and uh, another thing, like, uh, you know, I've always fluctuated in weight, right? Like, and I mean, like, 100 pounds fluctuate. One time I, I saw an old friend and I tried to hug him and he backed off with his hands up like, dude, are you sick? He, he kept telling me, are you sick? Are you sure? I'm like, no, bro, I've been running a lot, you know, and you didn't believe me, you know, yeah. so so not only do people think you're a druggie, they think you have AIDS or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just, you know, a natural response, I guess. Yeah, you know? I get it. You know, every time you see someone really, really skinny, you're like, God damn it, you know, this is, uh, this is uh, yeah. Sad, you know, This guy's got to go uh, confesarse, you know? <laughs> Before they kick the bucket, bro. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um... Last week when we did uh, Kiko's um, podcast, yeah, Kiko's podcast, hey, that that went uh, that went pretty good. Uh, I liked it, man. It yeah. was it was neat, man. You you know what? Uh, uh, Kiko's really good at what he does, and when we did his, it was it was easy for us. To do. I was I was doing a lot of resting and shit, you well, know. No, because I think because uh, he does them all the time, so it was natural for him to just jump in and keep going. So I'm like, all right, go take take the ball, Kiko. <laughs> We roll with it, and we we'll just throw jabs or whatever, you know. Just answer here and there. Yeah, yeah. So you know what? Um, we we got to start uh get more consistent finding the third person out there, you know, to to just assist for a couple of seconds because I think it 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 makes the show a bit better. Yes, you know. So anyone's listening out there, if they want to join the podcast, if uh, you're not a drug addict or <laughs> or dying of some uh, disease uh, that we can catch. Being, being chased by the law. Being chased by the law. Um, there's a couple of things, like uh, <laughs> criteria, you know? So, um, yeah, just uh, uh, hit us up on, um, you know what? I don't know. On Instagram. Hey, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you guess how on Instagram, just uh, hit us up and uh, we're looking for a third person. So uh, give us a call and... Um, we're looking for guests, you know? Yeah, looking for guests. And uh, next week we have... Uh, Oscar, we call him Torts. Yeah, yeah. Oscar Anderson. Yeah, yeah. So ho- hopefully he makes it. We've known him for for many, many years. He's got a lot of a uh, lot of stories. Um, a lot of them, um, I don't know how believable they are because well, we might have a contest like believable or not, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because every time that guy tells you something, you're like, nah. But you know, uh, some of them came through though. Like yeah. some and, stories, like checked out, you know. And we were there for some, and yes. I'm like, I can't believe that fucking happened. And if you would have told us, we would not believe. We would not believe. Yeah, we were in uh, Vegas for when I turned thirty. Yes. Uh, was it you, Torts, uh, Fernando, think, and I? Yes. And we flew up there, and uh, when we when we got there, we were uh, I forgot what we did. We were gambling and whatnot, and uh, we uh, were playing a, a roulette. And I think Oscar's daughter's birthday is the 11th or 12th, 9th. Now, well, Oscar was at the roulette, 
And you and I and Fernando, we had just finished playing blackjack. You know, that's mostly what we do all the time. Yeah. Blackjack, bars, and buffets. Yes, yes. <laughs> Check yes. gordos, bro. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so we're walking up towards uh, Oscar, and we're like, hey, Oscar, let's go. Back to the buffet, you know? So that's when he told us about his daughter's birthday, and he put the chips on the, the number. And, when, and, you're, and you're just telling him, you know what the odds of that hitting? 11 or 9, whatever yeah. it was. Well, I'm telling them. <laughs> yes, yes. You know what the odds are, and then he hits it. But but in Oscar's defense, he did take us straight to the bar. We all took a shot of something, right? Yes. Yeah, I think he oh, made cool, like man. about 350 bucks. I think he put 10 bucks on that number, and the odds are like 36 to 1. So, and uh, went back to the bar. We all took a shot. So uh, that's who we're going to have on next week. So we'll have the BS or... Uh, <laughs> Dude, like that guy, I don't know. He, he just, he, he's a king of the tall tales, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got uh, the best of them. Yeah, that's going to be our, our guest for uh, next week. Uh, he was telling me he wanted to do it on Sunday. Because he works Saturday. But I told him, I go, well, let's, let's do it Saturday because I want to drink with him. And I think Frankie, you said, yes. yeah, let's have some beer. So it will be cool to hang out with that dude and drink some beers and maybe be like six beers in, you know. Not where we're uh, mumbling, but where we, you I, know. Yeah, you know, and I, we're not, we have not hung out with him for a while. And one of the reasons is before we, we would hang out with him, like I would lose like a day, you know. <laughs> yeah. We go out to have a few drinks, and before you know it, it's daytime again, and oh shoot, I'm not be in trouble going home, you know. Yeah, he's. Uh, we talked about him in, in the past, where you go out, this guy, and he knows all the underground spots. He knows uh, the back entrances to the clubs, and you know he knows all that stuff, you know. And and so it's cool to party with them, but you gotta prepare yourself mentally and. Physically, you have the right documentation in your pocket in case you cross the border. Yeah, you know your passport with you. Yeah, yeah. So that that's the kind of guy you know this guy is. So it's hard to party with them. You know, it, it, we can't hang with torts. Can't hang with them anymore. Can't hang man. with yeah, yeah. So the um, that's that's where our next guest is. So if anyone's interested, uh, hit us up on, uh, uh, Instagram. on Instagram. Yeah, it's cool. Um, uh, you uh, when do you go back to work, Frankie? Uh, I just I'm already back. I'm already back, back to work. Okay. You, are you doing the six days a week right now? Not anymore. I, I was doing six days during the holidays mm-hmm. because just volume, you know, everybody's on Christmas mode, no? Mm-hmm. Right now we're back to uh, to five days and it's neat because I can get back to my golfing routine, you know? Mm-hmm. I, got, I got a chance to golf on uh, two days ago and I, I pretty much golfed uh, most of the day, you know? I took my little one with me, Xavier, you know, mm-hmm. I've been trying to get him to golf. He golfs and plays Little League Baseball, so, so I think uh, it'll help out with the swing. Does he have the focus for golf? He does. Well, I mean, he, I give him medication now, you know. So oh, okay. before, I would take him, and he, and he just run in the sand traps and dig holes, and <laughs> I had to leave because he would get out of control. I mean, yeah. But now, he, you know, I give him medicine. He, he's mellow, man. He, he, um, we are playing with two cats, and he got a par on this tough hole and another hole. Like, he hit the driver, but he's the only one who hit the green. I mean, you know, that's golf talk. Yeah. So he did pretty good, man. I mean, I, I was amazed. Like, he was really on it, man. All right, all right. Cool, cool. Yeah. Those two guys from Pal like shit though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a I'm not a golfer. I'm a I'm a drinker. I think that's my 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 pastime. Like I said, I, I don't drink um, Sunday through Thursday. Don't drink beer at all. No rare occasions. Uh, Friday and Saturdays I do. Uh, today's a Saturday, but it's early. Yes. So I'm not upset that I'm not drinking right now because <laughs> it's still early. They still have the rest yes. of the day. Uh, we're gonna go out with uh, Angel. Yes. Oh, uh, cool. Angel and RJ's uh, RJ's stepdad. And uh, Angel's wife, uh, it's Angel's birthday today. He's uh, 44, so uh, happy birthday, Angel. Happy birthday, bro. Yeah, and uh, so so I'll have a chance to drink uh, later on today. Nice. Yeah. Hey, uh, Danny, uh, you know, the he mentioned uh, the Rosarito Senada. He wants to do it this year on the May. Yeah, yeah. 
And he wants to go, he wants to change it up now. He wants to do tandems, like, for couples, you know? So I don't know what you think about that. He says, he, he, you know, you could rent a tandem bike. But uh, he, he got, he, according to him, he has, like, four other couples already interested. I I think for him it's cool. But uh, I think our, uh, your wife and my wife are a bit different. I think they'll be like, fuck, no, I'm not going to carry you. Hey, she, my wife told me the same thing. She did? She, I, she goes, you and I attend them? She goes, I'm going to be pushing you, though. <laughs> I'm like, hey, thank you, honey. Like, fuck, <laughs> kick me in the balls again. That's yeah. exactly what I'm thinking. I go, my wife's going to be like, why would I be back there with you when I could be way in the front? At the finish line. Hey, hey, exactly. <laughs> we did uh, one of the bike races. Do you remember when, when Shorty was taking those spinning classes? He was yes. really into it. And my wife was really in good shape. I remember Shorty and my wife, they just, they took off and they would come back and then go in circles, take pictures. Dude, and they were casual. Like, yeah, we're yeah. sweating, gasping for air. And they're going back and forth casual. Hey, how you doing now? Exactly. Like, oh no shortness gosh. of breath. And then my wife finished and she's like, that was so easy. And I'm like, hey, shut up, you fucking bitch. I can hate you so much right now. And she was I like, need a doctor. <laughs> Bring the eighteen helicopter, <laughs> and uh, I remember how easy it was. So if I told my wife that, she'd be like, uh, "She goes, my wife would probably be down for it." She goes, "I'll do it with you, but you better get in shape." Yes, at least better shape, you know. Better shape, you know. But I don't. Uh, um, I, I I wouldn't do that to her. I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't turn that ride into something ugly for her because you know she does it, enjoys it. Carry me around and she would shit. have to work exactly work extra yeah, you know? exactly yeah so so it's just a thought but according to Danny my cousin Danny he said that uh he has a uh, four other couples that are willing to do it in tandems uh, and uh, just to make a thing out of it you know like couples you know what though um I think it sounds like a like a good idea but you must train for it on that bike I don't think you should go down there rent a bike. And then go and do it because you and your partner has got to be in sync. You know, you get. I think there's, and then no, when, there when, is. When you're when you're pedaling, you're kind of tilting back and forth, and if that balance is not there, where you guys got a rhythm, it's you know they're gonna it's gonna counter each other and wobble and and you I, might not finish. You know exactly. You know you might not finish, or you know you might, <laughs> might finish by yourself. You, gonna, you, know? you might be divorced by the end of the weekend. You know? Exactly. Where's your passenger? <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> Off a cliff, bro. Yeah, so I I think that might be the the downside to it. You gotta practice, you know, not just go and rent it and you know take off that day, you know. I rented those at the beach before, and yes, we couldn't ride. Like my wife and I had to take turns carrying the little ones, because her and I just could not pedal in a sequence, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yes, you're right about that. But I mean, you know, uh, I'm a town we're in, so you could get all all the people because he and um. A lot of cats he mentioned are really in bad shape. Oh, so right. anything you could do to get them out to be active, it's yeah. a plus, you know. Oh, and besides, okay. I love that finish line, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the best, dude. So um, I think uh, we should uh, let him know that I'm in also, and that um, at the last bit, I'm not gonna into do uh, the tandem because I I wouldn't you know I wouldn't do that, but uh, I'm down, I'm down to do it. Okay. And um, the the. The, the the race I'm preparing for it you know you know it's it's still early in the year to say I'm already you know prepare, no, I haven't started preparing but I am gonna prepare for the May one right yes yeah but that's the one my wife loves to do because it's the her birthday one so she's she's always down to do that one you know so no, I know I'm down for that and not not tandem though no well you know I like I wanna I I wanna do whatever I can to get them out you know yeah because the more people the better like the the finish line party is amazing you know. And hopefully there'll be like you said there'll be like a nice like a usually like a Cinco de Mayo weekend there's like a boxing fight yeah like uh. a nice one 
So hopefully there'll be like a boxing thing because we finished, we do party at the finish line mm -hmm. and then we go see some boxing and, you know, and call it a night, you know? That, that's, a, that's a good way to end the night. You know, also the, the tandem bikes, I think they're good when you're on flat ground, when you don't got to put any leverage into it and stand up and, you know, kind of use your arms as leverage. I think that's where the issue starts to happen. We start to tilt. If it's all flat and you can ride flat-footed, you know, sitting down completely yeah. and just pedal, I think that you're not moving the bike back and forth. I think that works. I don't think they're taking into consideration the elevation and how much torque goes into that. The actual you know, work that exactly, goes into it. Exactly. So I, I, I think that they're, they're going to find us a little harder. But, hey, good luck. More power to you guys. Just you get know? them on there, man. Yeah, yeah. Get them out, you know, and try it. Try it. You, know, you can't go wrong. The, the, the finish line party is, is worth all the struggle. And it, when you finish, the beer tastes that much better. The beer, the food, everything. I, I love that finish line atmosphere, bro. It's like a big party, you know? Yeah. Live yeah. bands and everything. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Um, hey, uh, uh, when we did on Kiko's podcast, he was talking, he had a, the Chapo story. He had a, a story about his mom's. But uh, you know what? Uh, uh, the Chapo story reminded me not not of the mafia stuff. It reminded me like when we used to go bike ride in, in Mexico for the night, and you and I we did that night ride and we encountered a ghost, but nobody believes us. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was thinking about like you know you you used to tell me you were atheist. Do you still atheist? Like, do you, or at least not believe in stuff like that. Agnostic. Oh well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh no no, I think atheist. Uh, this is this is the way I see it. You know, atheists say there isn't a god. Yes. I'm not that. I'm at the point to where like there's not enough proof of anything. So I'm just gonna. I don't follow anything. Yes. I'm just gonna be a good person, and you know do my best because you know there's certain rules and and issues out there that that are obvious. Like I don't need religion to tell me not to kill somebody. I know that's wrong. You know. Yeah. So you know if I can follow 99% of the rules without following the religion, I think I'm doing pretty good. That's cool. And at the end of the day, if uh, God grades in the curve, I think I did pretty well. You okay. Know, let me in. <laughs> uh, that, that makes sense, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, I was, uh, I was raised Catholic, and now, like, my wife's Christian, so mostly go to Christian churches. Mm. And, like, to me, it's the same. It's the same book, you know? Yeah. I'm sure hardcore people from both sides, they could argue day and night about it. Yeah. yeah. But to me, you know, you just, you're just worshiping something greater, you know? There's got to be something. At least for me, I believe there's something greater. Mm -hmm. So, for me, if I believe in that, I also believe in ghosts, you know? And again, like, uh, nobody believes us that, uh, at least when I tell them our, my ghost story with, yeah. when you and I were on the bike thing, yeah. at least that's, the, that's what I use. I go, you know what, Shino doesn't believe in religion, and he saw a ghost, like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he saw a ghost, and he ran for it, you know? Like, <laughs> no, 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 I had a different explanation, remember? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> you want to start the story from the beginning? Well, yeah, from, from, you know. From, from, well, from location to the end? Well, yes, you know, like, as usual, like, before we used to do a lot of bike rides, mm -hmm. and this is bike ride, uh... Uh, in a ranch out of uh, Mexicali. Tecate. Is Tecate? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Tecate. Mexicali's Paso Rumorosa, so yes, it's Tecate. Cool. And there's a, there's a small ranch out there. I think it's Santa Veronica. Uh, I, yes, sir. Well, it's, <laughs> on, it's a few miles outside of the city. So uh, so we, we did that like two, three times. Uh, it's like uh, in August. Yeah, it's, it's a mountain a night bike. Ride. It's a mountain bike ride at night. So, I mean, if you don't have lights, you're not going to see squat, you know, because it's, you're out there in the middle of the desert. High desert. No moonlight. No moonlight. Uh, yeah. I don't remember at least much of it. Yeah, that's why we needed the flashlights. There was yes. no moonlight. So if it, when it was dark, it was dark. It was insanely dark. Yeah, yeah. And um, the, the, what we would do is it's a campground. It's a big, big campground. And it's, it's, it's very well um, organized. 
you go there, you register. It's it's a it's called Club Enduro, and it's a, like a Mexican bike club from Tijuana, and they you know they organize this. You go, you you register. They uh, give you your your bib number, and um, you go and you camp out for the night. Set up your tents, and and you know every, you know get everything ready to go. Your fire, and yes. Then once uh, once the sun goes down, it gets dark. Everybody gets ready and gets all set up. So I was, uh, th- I think Frankie was, well, when we did this one, he was heavy. Yes. So I did not feel like riding that day or I wasn't too good on a mountain bike uh, with my clip-on pedals. Or I, I forgot what it was. I, I just didn't want to try really hard at it. So I go, you know what? I'm going to hang back and chill with Frankie. So him and Frankie, we're, we're, at, we're, at, the, we're at the end, right? We're Way no, in the back. We're in the back. And what made it worse is my chain broke. You know, we're in like Five minutes, the chain breaks, and I'm there like, son of a gun. So I don't know what to do. I, in the middle of the, of the desert at night, 10 at night, you know? Yeah, yeah. and the only way to know your path was uh, the people who organize this would get little reflectors, like the size of a quarter, and put them on branches. So as your light would hit the reflectors, you can kind of see a path. Yeah, as that was your guide. <laughs> yeah, the little reflectors. So my chain breaks. We're in the middle of nowhere. I grab the chain. Put it in my pocket. I start running next to Frankie. I go, let's let's get to civilization or you know a, a, a pit stop or something. So I'm running, but then you got to remember it was an organized um, organized event. So they had a, what they call a the, the sweeper. Yes, those so, guys are cool as hell. Oh man, you know what? I, I wrote the guy an email after we we're done. Wrote him an email. Thank you very much for you know you know everything he did. So the sweeper is the last guy. He makes sure no one's uh, left behind. He's a pro. He pulls up, he, he looks at me, he goes, what's wrong? And my chain broke, he goes, para. The guy flips my, my, my fucking bike over, and he's fucking, um, he puts the, the, the chain, removes the link, puts it on there. And, and me and Frank, you're all looking at him like, man, this guy's fucking badass. Huh? <laughs> so, slightly gay look. No, no, and uh, I, I like the part where, like, I, I thought to myself, you know what? She knows a way better rider than I. So maybe I should get a head start. <laughs> so when I got working on uh, Chinook's uh, chain, I, I took off. I go, you know, catch up, bro, you know? <laughs> and I took off ahead of him, you know? Yes. So the guy fixes my bike. Cool. I start going. I start following Frankie. And we're, we're catching up. We're starting to see some people, but very few people. and Scattered here yeah, and there. Yeah, yeah. Scattered here and there. We're following the, the reflectors. And we get to a fork in the road. And you got the, the one path. That goes over, which is the short route for yes. kids, and they have the long route, which we're we're back, we're way in the back. We're not. There's no way we're gonna catch up to anybody. So we get to a fork and road, and you know, we made the decision like let's take the kids route, and uh, the ground was was marked with chalk on the ground. Yes, to white lines. So we go and we jump on the kids route, and the kids route was very flat. All dirt, kind, kind of like a fire road. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's been like they like they ran a caterpillar through it. You know, yeah. But yeah. it was the size of a like only you could get one car through there at a time. Yes, yes. So a lot easier, but you're still climbing high desert, and there we go, man. We're riding in the middle of the night. You know. Yeah. So we're, we're riding down there, and uh, when I did this, I had a, a light in the front of my bike that we had got from the Alley Marathon. Uh, one year, the Alley Marathon, the, the bike ride. They gave a bunch of cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, and they gave us a little gray light that you put on your bike. I had that light there. I think Frankie also had his, plus he put something on his helmet, a mag light or something. <laughs> it was a big light, man. <laughs> big old churro light, man. Yeah. I think badass, but yeah. it looked awkward as hell, you know? Yeah, he looked like a transformer and shit. Uh. <laughs> so uh, he had a, a, a light, and I don't know if it was a bag light, but it was a, a good-sized light. And we're, we're going down this, this path, and... To the right, as we're traveling, uh, I would say south, to the right, we see uh, like a little white fuzz. And as we get closer, 
we realize it's a girl, I would say six years yeah, old. Yeah, like a little girl's white dress. Yeah. And it's floating with, at our speed across the rough desert, you know? Yeah, at the pace she's going, she's going to intercept us exactly when we get, when, yeah. you know, we're going to intercept. Where the fence meets the hill, when you start heading downhill, yeah. that's where she was going to meet us, you know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm going down. I see her first. And I look, and her dress is bright white, like brilliant. It's yeah. glowing, you know. And and I'm looking, and and I'm I don't have a light to flash at her because then I would have to turn my steering in her direction. Yes. So I'm looking, and and I see that, and I yell back. I go, Frankie, Frankie, look to your right. So Frankie, with his flashlight, looks to his right. He sees her, and I'll let Frank continue this. Dude, like, so she's like, look, Frank, look. So I look, and I, to myself, I'm like, holy shoot, you know? And then all of a sudden, when I look forward, she knows gone. <laughs> I just see dust. Yeah. They like, popped a wheelie going uphill, bro. Yeah, we, we, took, we took off, and this girl, she was, she was going through, like, some tall brush, right? Yeah, but, rough, rough desert, but the dress was floating across evenly. Exactly. Like she, it, she, wasn't, she wasn't galloping to get over it or climbing yes. over it. She was just gliding through it, yes. and I'm like, oh, man, like so, in the movies. So she knows gone. You know, I just saw dust. And I'm huffing and puffing because it's a little climb to get to the top of the hill where the fence meets. And the, the, the fence meets the hill and the girls are going to meet me there. So as I'm pedaling, I could feel in the corner of my eye, the glow getting brighter and brighter. And then I, right where the fence meets, I turned away. I punked out, man. I'm a pussy. <laughs> I turned the opposite way and it got really cold. Like, like goosebump cold. My side of, the, of my body that was next to the fence where the girl met the fence. And then after that, I hit the downhill, man. It was pedal to the metal, bro. Yeah, yeah. I was out of there. Yeah, so we uh, we take off, and we catch up, and we're like, did you see that? Yeah, I saw that, too. <laughs> and we're like, fuck. We make it to the... The campground. The campground. Uh, and all, the, all the, the the wives are there. Everybody's there. Uh, and they're like, what happened? You guys you guys took a long time. And I go, well, my chain broke. And we go, and we start to tell them the story. Yes. We start to tell them the story of, of the little girl, and everybody's freaked out. And I think they know that I don't believe in that stuff because of my, my, my beliefs. And they're like, oh, Chinook, we know. how are you going to explain that? You know, how do you yes. explain that? I go, well, this is what it is. It was, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you don't be trying to fucking give myself out of a hole, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, so this, this, is, this is what I think. Uh, it was her uh, primera comunión, so she was wearing white. And uh, she walked out of the house. The parents are partying, and they don't pay attention to her. So she's walking down the street, and that's it, you know. So and you're, she, you're, she's, you're, you're calling it bad parenting, you know? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that's what I did. Call the bad bad parenting is all it is. And she's from the area, so she knows how to walk over that tall brush. So that's that's all it is, you know. Uh, and, hey, bro, you know what I like best uh, when we told my mom about it because my mom's into the spirit world and stuff. Yeah, yeah. you know, old Mexican. They believe in a bunch of stuff. And then she goes, oh, you guys saw it because you're pure souls. And your first reaction is, I'm not a virgin. I have kids. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no, like, like your soul, not, not, not your virginity, cabrón, you know? But you're like, I have kids, you know? Let me show you some pictures. Let me show you that. Let me show you my video. <laughs> this is morning, damn it, you know? But like, that was your first jerk, knee-jerk reaction. Hey, I'm not a virgin, you know? <laughs> Dude, that was funny as hell, man. I couldn't even get over that. So my mom also, she's like, you should have head back and talk to her. I'm like, hell no, you know? You were saying, maybe she wanted to tell you something, right? Yes, yeah. yes. So I'm like, no way, man. I'm My like, body's buried over here or something. Follow shit. me, you know? Like, yeah. dude, like, I don't have the balls for that. In the middle of nowhere, too, in the <laughs> desert. I told everybody, like, it was like, the city was five, seven miles away from there. And we rode, like, 
20, uh, like it was 25 kilometers, so say half of that mm-hmm. into the wild more. Yeah. So we were way out there, you know, like and then and then there's nobody around too, so yeah. like forget that, bro. And, like two strikes. <laughs> and when we did that, was a, another funny story to, to that to add was we were riding and uh, Fernando, Fernando was riding his bike <laughs> and he munched it and he hit a branch and the branch sort of punctured his, his like, leg. His leg. And he kept swearing that a snake bit him. You know, well, was... because it was an organized event, they had an ambulance there. And he's there, and they let him in the ambulance. And uh, they look, and he's like, I think a snake bit me. But it was only one puncture. Yes. If it was a snake, it'd be two, right? And they're like, oh, the... the it was, it was a, bro. <laughs> it was a snaggle two snake that bit you or something, right? <laughs> one two snake. Hey, dude, that was hilarious. I mean, it was your idea, too, though. If, if a snake bit you... It only had one fang, bro. It was a molacho. <laughs> yeah. Easy to identify. They got no dental down there, you know? <laughs> that was awful, man. But he kept going back in there and they're like, no. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. He kept swearing that it was a snake, but, you know, he'd probably be dead by now. And then he woke up in the morning fine, you know? I, I, I love the look of the marriage where they just kept nodding like, yeah. no, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> You're not getting it right back. <laughs> <laughs> no candy for you, sir. <laughs> so um, this is, uh, we're coming towards the end of uh, episode, was it six? I think it's six. Man. Oh, shit, six. Bad man. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we want to thank everybody uh, for uh, for listening. And uh, we're going to try to uh, release one every Saturday or every weekend. Every weekend. Every, we, we sometimes wanna, stuff happens. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. And we want to remain consistent on these so that that way, you know, you can rely on us releasing yes. something. Again, anybody, any input, input is welcome. Even though sometimes, like, my coworker Cayo, he had a lot of input. <laughs> I'm still trying to take all that stuff in, man. He had a lot, of, a lot of good stuff. And a lot of stuff we probably need extra equipment for, you know. But, <laughs> and yeah, a sponsor. And a sponsor. And so, you know, like, just keep it coming. You know, like, we'll take whatever input you guys got, man. So Good or bad, it just means someone was listening. Yes, just hit us up, you know. All right. Well, thank you very much. And uh, you guys have a good weekend. Have a good weekend. And keep up with your New Year's resolutions. Yes, sir. Stop yes. the tamales. <laughs> We're out. Peace. Uh,